0: Log Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older, and we know that if we want to continue to celebrate our lives as we age, we do have to be mindful of our health, and that's why today's show is going to be especially meaningful. Our guest, Dr. Thomas Nororowski, is a biomedical nutritionist who's a board certified in integrative medicine. He has a a Ph.D. in clinical biomedical nutrition, and master's degrees in human nutrition and educational psychology. Dr. Noworoski joins us today to explain the importance of gut health, how our microbiome alters with age, and why what we can do to stay at our healthy best. This is such important information, and I'm really excited to speak with you. So welcome, Dr. Noworoski. Thank you. Well, I leave you... Go ahead. So, okay, I was just going to start out by saying uh, I know you've got a lot of critical information to share, and it is important. So let's begin with a little bit about how our microbiome changes as we age.
1: The sad thing about being human is that we don't pay attention to anything until it hurts. And <laughs> as we age, yeah, there are some things that happen that we don't pay attention to because the changes are subtle. uh, when we hit about age 40 we begin to make less saliva and we have less jaw pressure and that causes difficulty in chewing and swallowing for more people than are willing to admit that Uh, esophageal contractions diminish so swallowing can become a challenge for people and the, the rest of their body makes a difference with that too if they do not exercise if they do not pay attention to what they eat they could have esophageal problems that could earn them a visit to the doctor. And then we begin to manufacture less enzyme, lactase particularly, which could induce dairy sensitivities that we didn't have when we were 20 years younger. And then certain bacteria uh, that we're exposed to can reduce the absorption of uh, vitamin B12 and iron and calcium and other minerals and vitamins. So that can affect Uh, our lives by way of uh, nutrition depletion, so we need to uh, pay attention to those things. Resolution to these matters is not as difficult as people think, but uh, we have to become doers and not just receivers. It's so easy to pop a pill and pray that it does its job, but it's a lot more beneficial to get up, to walk around, to do some exercise, to cut the grass, and, and That is a lot more efficient than just swallowing a pill and hoping that it works. So we do experience those changes. And then when somebody is widowed, they don't cook for themselves. They, They eat junk food. They get frozen prepared foods that they get at the supermarket and they call it done. But they don't realize that even the FDA admits that these prepared foods are not encouraged, but they're allowed to have certain contaminants from vermin that uh, occupy certain areas in the food preparation uh, factory, from uh, bacterial infection, and you don't know the status of the employees who are handling your food. So people are exposed to these changed nutrients that are Oh, God knows how they're handled, and they take taken chances with almost everything they eat. Very often we hear about recalls of different foods from different companies because of bacterial contamination, and that comes only from human error. So There, there are things that we need to pay attention to and not just take for granted.
0: Well, I know you have a whole host of tips on how we can pay attention to the things we need to do. So are uh, there certain foods or certain things that we can use to promote our gut health? Because as we get older, I mean, guts are important throughout our lives, I guess. But as we get yes. older, like you say, with these changes, we have to be extra careful.
1: Yes. There are things we can do. There are foods we can eat. Uh, More importantly than the foods we can eat are the foods we should not eat, and that includes everybody's fast food. If a person were to go to the website of a fast food purveyor and look at the ingredients, why does it take 17 ingredients to manufacture a bun that carries your hamburger, which is fried in oil that very often contains caulking compounds, as uh, a reducer of foaming, when these oils foam, when you as soon as you put something with water in it, a piece of chicken or even a hamburger, but if you put a wet French fry into hot oil, it's going to foam, and it's going to overflow the container it's in. So they put caulking compound, I think it's THBQ, and you can read it on the internet. And it, it's miserable. And then people wonder, gee, why is my child acting like this? Why does my child have this problem and that problem? Because they eat so much fast food. I have even people in my family who practically live on fast food, and I'd rather be around their dogs than around their children. So there are things that we need to do. No. <laughs> One of those yeah. What did sorry, Dr. Norosky, but that was have? a good
0: line. I'm sorry.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> well, even Mark Twain said if there are no dogs in heaven, he's not going there. <laughs> there, are, there are prebiotics, probiotics, and postbiotics, and prebiotics are not necessarily in a jar. They also appear in food, and these are short-chain carbohydrates that promote the growth of the healthy bacteria in the gut, of which there are three pounds, and that is your probiotic. The probiotic is the bacterial community in your gut. And we can feed them with things like onions and garlic, asparagus, uh, artichoke, berries, the skins of berries are marvelous for that. Uh, Bananas that are not super sweet, excuse me, oats and barley. These are foods that encourage the bacteria in your gut, and they improve regularity. We need to get 25 to 30 grams of fiber every day. And every patient I have seen privately would say, oh, I get this and I get that. But after analyzing their diets, they don't. So we need to pay attention. And if you have to get a jar of psyllium husk or metamucil or something else that contains fiber, get it. Do it but don't do it all at once because it'll manufacture adobe bricks in your colon and then you're going to be in agony for a little while but these are things that we can eat as foods and a lot of people do eat onions and garlic as part of their food preparation following that getting rid of junk food we need water because we are made mostly from water And everybody, again, people would come in and say, oh, I drink this much water a day, but finding out that they don't. If you take a look at blood results and you see that albumin is elevated, that's an indicator that you are not amply hydrated. So you want to pay attention to that as well. Prebiotics are those foods. You can buy them in a jar, and they would be the the chemical. Uh, equivalent of eating those foods. And then there are postbiotics. That is what's left over after all your food is digested. It's in the colon, which is the last six to eight feet of your large intestine. And there's the important thing that people don't know. Your colon, the bacteria, not the hotel itself, manufactures vitamin K. It also manufactures some B vitamins, some amino acids, and it makes antimicrobial peptides and short-chain fatty acids bring that into existence the body manufactures a chemical called butyrate from the digestion and fermentation of resistant starches resistant starches would be uh, the things that don't really get digested but they come out in the toilet like the skins of corn and beans uh, let's see Underripe bananas are resistant starches. Reheated mashed potatoes and and rice, these are resistant starches. These are things that we need to manufacture butyrate. Butyrate creates a redecoration of the colon. If you think of the colon as a hotel and think of the gut microbiome bacterial community as the guests, the guests like a healthy, well maintain hotel. And butyrate is the sole source of energy for the cells that line the colon. Now this is where we get polyps. This is where colon cancer comes in. We can help to prevent that by having ample butyrate because it feeds the cells and it gives them an opportunity to fight off anything that would cause problems. Butyrate is an amazing substance Now the body makes it but as we get older we don't make enough and I said we don't eat enough fiber so we got fibers in the mix there and butyrate it closes tight junctions so it helps to prevent dysbiosis where particles of food would get into the bloodstream butyrate sequesters ammonia now the aroma of a baby diaper is there because they cannot metabolize protein by virtue of their being immature. So the protein turns into ammonia, and if that is a continuing problem, it can interfere with brain development, and of course that would interfere with the rest of the physical growth and development. Butyrate is an amazing thing. It helps to control glucose. It's being used in some medical communities to treat and prevent colon polyps and even colon cancer. And it it reduces stress on the parts of the cell members, like the endoplasmic reticulum, uh, which would cause them to misfold proteins and cause behavioral problems or mental problems somewhere down the line. So that's butyrate. Body bio manufactures a butyrate, and the substance we do is made precisely the same way the body does, the bacterial fermentation of resistant starch. Uh, the problem with butyrate is that it smells like the place where it's made in the body, and when you when you touch it and you get it on your hands, it lingers for a while until you're able to wash it off. One of the ways to get rid of malodorous substances on your hands is to rub your hands on something made from stainless steel, like the huh. spigot in your kitchen. Yeah, that's kind of neat. It could be a stainless steel spoon stainless steel stink, but it helps to dissipate the, the foul odor that would identify you as playing with, with the foul things. Other things that we have are, uh, now, a butyrate would be called a postbiotic, not a prebi or a probiotic. A probiotic are the actual live organisms that live in the gut. The matter with them is you don't know which ones you need. There are more than four hundred strains of bacteria in that three pound community and you don't know which are yours and which are better for somebody else in your family. The good thing is a family shares a microbiome. And that microbiome is not just limited to the gut, but it's also on your skin and your eyebrows. We have we have pests. There are dust mites that live in our eyelashes. We have the dust mites that eat our skin particles, which are the main constituent of airborne dust. Uh, So the microbiome is inside the body and outside the body. As a matter of fact, when we're still in utero, we are 100% human. But as soon as we are born, we become more than human because we have more microorganisms in and on our body than we have cells. And there's seventy trillion cells in the human body. So there are a lot of company that we carry. Yeah. And it equates to about seven pounds. So a postbiotic. Body biomanufactures one of those too. And this is unique. It it has something called the bacteriophage, which is a bundle of DNA wrapped up in a protein capsid, which makes it look like a vitamin capsule. And these bacteriophages swallow the bad bacteria that occupy the gut. Even Escherichia coli, which we know causes disease, is in the gut, and it's just there to maintain a balance of good and evil. But in this product we have called Gut Plus, It manufactures or it has these bacteriophages which grab a hold of the bad bacteria and hold them long enough to be evacuated through the colon when we go Ah. to the bathroom. And it also contains butyrate in the form of tributyrin, which controls the odor. So it's got a combination of let's get rid of the bad guy and let's help the good guy. So these are the supplements that are available. And what we need to do is pay attention to our body and don't wait until it talks back. It's like the engine light on your car. You could ignore it for four or five days, but what are you going to do when you're on the turnpike and the car stops? The same thing here. What are you going to do when something goes wrong? So it's a lot easier to maintain, and that ounce of prevention is worth much more than the pound of cure.
0: Wow. Oh, Dr. Warnowski, this is great information. I do want us to focus a little bit actually on the website BodyBio because you've mentioned it a few times. So, so tell our listeners where they can go to find out that about, or go there to, you know, find out more about these supplements and also read some of the interesting information they'll find there.
1: At BodyBio.com, up at the top of the screen, you, there is a, a link for LEARN. And if you click on that, you'll see the blog section. And on that section, in those pages, you'll see 60 or 70 articles that were written by Justine Stenger, by some of the staff, and by yours truly that talk about everyday health and things that we need to do to stay healthy and things that we need to avoid. You know, anybody who goes to look for not necessarily a cure but a treatment for the human body. has to be careful that the website is true and what it says is supported. Everything that BodyBio does or says is supported by hard science, and all those abstracts and medical papers are available to the reader, so they will know that we are not just a fly-by-night company trying to make a few bucks by telling lies. But BodyBio was founded as a second idea after the Neurolipid Research Foundation was started by Dr. Patricia Kane, who's a genius in fatty acids. Her husband was enlisted to manufacture phospholipids and fatty acids because she was given away the farm. She is such a magnanimous person that anybody who needed her would get supplements for free. And it was a lot cheaper if they made them here than if she bought them from somebody else. So that's how Body Bio got started. And it just developed into this beautiful company that is really interested in people much more than money.
0: Well, I, that is so wonderful. And speaking of being magnanimous and charitable, you have come on actually for a second time and shared this wealth of wonderful, truly helpful information. And also, I think those websites, I mean, Body Bio, I am going to check it out right after we get off the show because, and read right. some of these articles and check out those wonderful supplements. Because like you said, it's be, you know, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, and it's better to check on our car before that engine light stays on
1: too
0: long. That's it. Well, again Dr. Norowski, thank you so much. You've given us a lot of information. Of course, as we age and even before that, this topic is really vitally important. And for all you listeners out there, I do urge you check out biobody or I'm sorry, body body bio. I better get that right. bodybio.com. Yeah because the site's going to give you a wealth of really important information, lots of health-related issues and insights, and real support to help keep us all thriving for years to come. So thanks again, Dr.
1: Norowski. You're very welcome, and thanks for having me on your show.
0: Well, it was a delight for, from start to finish. And until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I catch you later.